and welcome to the ACUFP podcast, DO.FM. I'm Katya from the Student Public Relations Committee, one of four student committees available for osteopathic students with a passion for family medicine to serve on through the Student Association of the ACUFP. On this month's episode, we'll be discussing organized medicine and the 60th annual ACUFP convention and scientific seminars with Dr. Bruce Williams. Dr. Williams is a KCU graduate who has practiced family medicine for over 30 years in Jackson County, Missouri, in the Kansas City area. He's the current president of ACUFP and in the past has served as the ACUFP treasurer secretary and has held many other positions within ACUFP. He's the current associate dean of clinical education at KCU and in the past has served as the president of MAOPS, the Missouri Association of Osteopathic Physicians and Surgeons. So really colorful background, Dr. Williams. Um, Our first question for you, we'll start with kind of the organized medicine aspect of our conversation. Um, Since this is a student-run podcast, listeners might not really be familiar with the term organized medicine. Um, So what does organized medicine mean to you? Well, first of all, thank you for um, inviting me to come on to the podcast tonight. Um, It's really um, great to be able to talk to students and share, you know, with with them. So organized medicine really is... um, your associations, your student associations, your your local associations, um, your state associations, your national associations, your specialty associations. So, um, you know, SOMA, uh, ACUFP, AOA, MAOPS, um, you know, all the, all the things that you identify with um, the associations. And really it's a group of um, physicians and like-minded people coming together um, for common interest, in this case, our professional practice and our patients. So um, a big part of organized medicine is advocacy um, and advocating on behalf of, of our patients, but also our physicians and our practices. Awesome. So really broad category. Um, of doctors getting together and hopefully making change, which um, I think is really part important to be a part of. Um, and I know you're involved in organized medicine in a lot of ways. Um, so what different ways are you involved? Well, currently, um, actually, I am a member of all my organizations. So I'm a member of my district association, um, my state uh, uh, osteopathic organization, as well as my state ACOFP society, uh, member of the AOA, uh, American Osteopathic Association, as well as uh, uh, ACOFP, American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. So, um, you know, try, I think it's important to be involved in all of them. Um, all of them have, you know, a, a special focus, a, a unique focus, as well as a common focus. And I think part of organized medicine that's important to realize is that um, the larger um, voice is heard. So, you know, we all speak with individual voices of things we're passionate about, but when that comes together collectively, um, that's much more meaningful um, ladder uh, message that gets across to whoever we're trying to provide it to. 
Absolutely. Um, and I know personally as a student, I'm a little bit involved in organized medicine. Um, just obviously being on the um, student PR committee, but a lot of students don't know really how to get started. So how does someone like a student or resident get involved in organized medicine? Is it kind of necessary to have a leadership background or maybe understanding of law or different aspects like that to be involved? You don't need any special qualifications. So yeah, you know, as a student, um, a lot of the campuses have student chapters for the different student organizations. So uh, I know, for example, at KCU where you're from, there's a there's a student chapter for ACFP on both um, Kansas City campuses. Uh, last week I was in Kirksville at their um, student chapter meeting. So uh, a lot of the campuses have student chapters. Um, a lot of the campuses have um, student organizations. So SOMA, um, you know, you can be involved in leadership and, that, and that's part of organized medicine as well, as far as the, um, the, the COSG, GSGA organizations, um, those types of things. Um, so, you know, there's, there's many, many opportunities. I know, you know, you look at pretty much any campus, there's lots of student clubs. Um, and really, they're all part of organized medicine. So pediatric clubs, emergency medicine clubs, family medicine clubs. Um, you know, there's there's student um, AOA uh, clubs, there's student AMA clubs. So there's there's many, many opportunities. I think it's just identifying, uh, you know, what your interests are, what your passions are, and, and how you think you can make the biggest impact. And, and as you're part of one of those student organizations, as you get involved in those student organizations, um, you're gonna find out more about what the issues are uh, and, and the topics that are being discussed. And you might find that, you know, one or two of those resonate with you and you really wanna get involved in, in working with those. So uh, I think that there's, there's many, many opportunities uh, for students to get involved at the student level and hopefully that'll continue as you uh, become residents and get into practice. So you're kind of saying there's a little something for everyone and everyone's interests, but also all different levels of understanding of the politics and leadership aspects of things. Absolutely. And that's kind of a great way to um, really influence the course of things or understand have your finger on the pulse of whatever is trying to be changed in the specialty of choice or whatever interests you have. Um, I yep. like that. I think that's really important for students to um, get introduced to. And um, what kind of on that vein, what changes have you seen made in maybe policy as a result of advocacy you've participated in? Wow, lots of things, um, you know, at, at all different levels. So, I mean, we've seen, uh, we've been able to see things happen uh, local level at our district level. You know, a lot of our district um, um, efforts are, are connected with other district um, um, areas. So, you know, specific hospital issues that come up locally, um, I've seen, you know, the, the membership organizations be able to have an impact on. Um, obviously, at the state level, um, 
you know, a lot of a lot of the issues that come up have to do with uh, regulation. A lot of the issues have to do with, with uh, payment. A lot of the insurance. A lot of the issues have to do with insurance. But there's also a lot of social issues. Um, you know, we try to make an impact on smoking. Um, you know. Uh, Marijuana, or motorcycle helmets—you uh, name it. You know, there's been there's been um, an opinion on something. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that um, you know an organization is going to take one side or another. But members of the organization are certainly going to have their own um, feelings about it. Um, but I think you know, you I've seen uh, physicians testify on different types of legislation either individually or as you know a member of their organized medicine uh, programs and they've been able to make an impact on that obviously nationally um you know there's there's lots of discussion going on about um different topics and i think you know our, what what the physician organizations try to do primarily is advocate for our patients and advocate for our physicians yeah, that's really important. I think a lot of us, especially as students, we feel kind of uh, peripheral to change or being able to impact anything. Um, but really, it seems like more a matter of not knowing how or maybe not being part of organizations that we definitely have the opportunity to join if things like that are important to us. And like you've had the opportunity to affect so much change that's definitely a possibility for a lot of us getting started. So I think that's a really hopeful message. I think that, I think there's also, um, I think I've been changed as well. You know, um, you go into different, you, you, you go into different issues with uh, your mindset in one way. And as you start talking to colleagues and you start talking to um, your constituents really, um, a lot of times your mind changes um, based on the point of view that they bring forward. Um, and again, a lot of those social issues, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the topics of the day, um, you know, you have to step back and say, you know, I didn't really think about that. And there's, there's a good point there. So, you know, I think it, it works both ways. And, and that's one thing about um, organized medicine, I think is important, you know, physicians and, and, um, students that are involved in organized medicine understand the issues uh, from multiple aspects. Um, I, I don't think that we tend to have necessarily tunnel vision one way or another. I think, you know, the, the different uh, points of view are all brought forth and, you know, we have to kind of come to a collective understanding of, of you know, how that should work. And so, Again, when you speak as one voice as, as an organization, um, you know, there kind of comes to a, a general understanding of, of how that should move forward. So um, I think that's I think that's important to, to realize. And as you're looking out for the for the best interest of, you know, whatever um, point of view that you're trying to get across, um, you know, it may ne not necessarily be your own voice, but the voice of the, of the collective understanding of the organization that, that's bringing it forth. Yeah, I think um, it speaks a lot to the maturity and professionalism that 
physicians have to sometimes have and bring to the table to be able to come to a consensus like that. I know that feels really difficult in kind of modern times. Um, I have another question for you. Um, for our student listeners, why would you encourage them to get involved in specifically ACUFP? Well, obviously ACUFP is the, the, the family medicine organization. So, you know, for those students that are interested in family medicine, primary care, uh, you know, there should be a special interest in ACUFP. So, you know, our, our focus is advocacy that we've talked about already, education. So a lot of, you know, the, what ACUFP tries to do is, is promote education, not only to our students, but to our physicians and to the public, quite frankly, um, as well as leadership. So, you know, I think if, if you're interested in, in leadership and, and how to promote that, um, you know, that's ACUFP, um, just from the size of our of our specialty, we're the largest specialty in the osteopathic profession. So, you know, we're looked at to be leaders um, in the osteopathic profession, but we also try to um, provide um, assistance in developing those skills. So, you know, we have our future leaders, which, you know, um, our residents and young physicians become part of, um, but, you know, we also have our leadership development committee where, you know, the, the leaders of the organization help to identify and cultivate our future leaders. So um, I think those are those are reasons that um, you know students would have an interest in ACFP, you know, in addition to having an interest in family medicine. Absolutely. I agree completely. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> um, what do you this similar question, but what do you like being a part of ACFP as an organization for yourself? um the the fellowship primarily um you know some of my best friends are also members of acfp um i look forward to seeing people on a yearly basis that i don't get to see every day um so you know when we get together at at meetings and in our conferences and everything it's 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 really an opportunity to get together with with uh, friends and family quite frankly so um, I think, you know, we, we have, obviously we have uh, common interests, common concerns to discuss, um, but, you know, it's, it's also great to get together uh, with, with my colleagues and friends and, and family that are part of ACOP. It's really nice to have, get a built-in family and community and be able to be understood by a lot of like-minded physicians in different areas of um, the U.S. So I think that's really interesting and special part of uh, the organization. And then- I think that's one thing that really does set, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt No, you. continue. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's one thing that really does kind of set us apart um, in the osteopathic profession specifically is that, you know, we go to, um, our conventions, our conferences, um, and, you know, we don't kind of disperse after the meeting's over, or after the lecture's over or whatever, you know, um, when, when the business part of the, 
of the gathering is over, you know, that's when the party starts. That's when we, we get together, we go out for dinner, we, you know, we get together in the lounge, we get together and, you know, kind of catch up on things. Um, you know, usually large groups of people go out and do things wherever the meeting might be together. So, um, you know, I think that that really is one thing um, that that sets us apart as our profession. And it's because of the way we were trained. I mean, we were trained to um, to be to connect with other people. Uh, and, you know, as part of uh, just just the osteopathic philosophy and, and what we do as osteopathic physicians. And, and I think when we connect with each other um, as colleagues, you know, it helps us to connect stronger with our patients as well. I completely agree. Having just moved out here to Florida for my rotations, recently got together with the Florida um, Family Physician Association and um, at a brewery. And it was just so nice to meet up with some uh, members of ACOFP were there and they were just so nice and welcoming. And it was really fun to get to know them. It, yeah, it, it felt more like a friendship as well as a professional relationship. And you feel a little less isolated <laughs> that way, which is really important. Yep. And um, still going on the theme of the conference, um, what are some highlights of the conference this year? And what were you, what would your role be as the president? So really by the time the conference starts, I'll be the immediate past president. Um, so so the, the, the conference is gonna be in Orlando at the um, Disney Coronado Springs Resort. So we're really excited about um, being back in Orlando. Uh, there's always a great turnout of our members um, and that's gonna be the case this year. Registration's going really well. So we're expecting a great turnout. Um, looking forward to seeing everybody. There's gonna be great um, CME opportunities, obviously. And there's, there's gonna be lots of great um, social opportunities as well. Um, so, um, me as president, um, you know, my final board meeting will be before the convention starts on Tuesday. Um, we'll be meeting with, with the board and then uh, Congress is on, Congress of Delegates is on Wednesday, um, at which point, you know, our, our next year's officers will be elected and installed and as well as the new president, Dr. Park. So um, at the time that the uh, convention starts on Thursday for opening ceremonies, uh, we'll have a new president. Excellent. So it's a short and sweet kind of year for you. Well, it was very sweet. Um, you know, I, it was actually, it wasn't uh, as long as uh, Dr. Um, DeLuca and Dr. Bixler's um, thanks to the pandemic, you know, we had to do things a little bit different, which extended both of their terms. Um, but, you know, I had a very, I had a very rewarding, very fulfilling um, term as president. Um, so, you know, I am, uh, I am very, very happy with the way things have gone. Um, I've had a great board that supported me. Um, I, you know, we have a great staff um, that we've, that we've, got that supports um, our organization. So I think things are looking very good for, um, for the ACFP moving forward. We're, we're strong financially. Um, you know, we have, 
we have support of our members and uh, you know I think uh, I think we got a lot to look forward to well and they're very grateful to um, and you know lucky to have you as an organization you've done a wonderful job and all your gratitude and positive energy is a really important part of being a president and a leader. So I think that's really awesome. And all your colorful experiences that you've had in leadership is amazing as well. Thank you. And my last question for you is, what are you looking forward to in the remainder of 2023? And this can be anything. It doesn't have to be related to work at all. Um, I, I, I look forward to, I, I hope at some point there's going to be an opportunity for unity, um, you know, across multiple levels, you know, um, professionally, um, socially, you know, the world in general. Um, you know, I hope that there's, 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 we've experienced division over the last few years. Um, and I think that, you know, as the period of isolation that we've all been under is is lifting, that hopefully the that divisiveness will, will start dissolving and will start um, coming together again. So that's what I'm hoping um, the remainder of this year will be. I feel that and I hope for that as well. I am with you that it's felt like especially kind of derisive last um not decade but at, at least last few years and i hope that we're due for it to swing back the other way is there anything that you're looking forward to once the weather lets up over there in kansas city well you know i like to spend time outside so i'm looking forward to i, I I'm an outdoors person, so I like to hunt. I like to fish. I, you know, I live on a lake, so I'm looking forward yeah. to getting my boat back out. Um, you know, uh, camping maybe. So, yes, I remember that about you, and I'm excited for you because I hear it's very cold out there. So hopefully, you can get back to the fun things and the fun parts of Missouri. <laughs> yep. Fabulous. Well, that's all we have for today. A huge thank you to Dr. Williams for joining us on this month's episode. Um, and thank you to our listeners. We hope you'll join us for another episode next month of the DO.FM ACUFP podcast. The ACUFP Student Podcast is a production of the American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. To learn more about ACUFP, please visit www.acufp.org.